Welcome to the MetaZen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. Episode 72, To Care or Not to Care. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 72, To Care or Not to Care. In this episode, we will be discussing how it can be a trap to get caught up in what other people think of you and what they're saying about you and that whole jazz. So (laughs) you don't want to miss this one. If you are new to this episode, what's up, salutation, And if you are coming back for another episode, welcome back. Glad that you're here. I'm glad you're doing well. And I hope that you get something out of this one, too. Thank you for being here. In the first segment of this episode, we will talk about how it's not their life. In the second segment, we're going to talk about how they don't know what's best for you. And in you follow what they want or care what they think, you're stuck with the end result. And in the last segment, we're going to be discussing how caring what other people think of you will ultimately keep you from your dreams. So, yeah, today today is going to be a good one. My intention for this episode, again, is to inspire you and compel you to walk your own path, walk your own walk, and know that it's going to feel strange when you actually do what you want and not care what other people think. But the more you do it, the more natural it will feel and the easier it will become to figure out exactly what you want and to focus on your goals and your intentions. So many of us are programmed from childhood to, you know, consider other people's thoughts and opinions before our own. But we're adults now, and that does not have to continue. Hopefully after this episode, it won't continue, or doing it will become harder to do. So without further ado, let's jump in in three, two, and one. Virginia Woolf said, The eyes of others, our prisons. Their thoughts, our cages. I love this quote because there's something so deep about it, you know. Eyes being equated to prisons, you know, something that can imprison you and make you feel confined. Or thoughts being equivalent to cages and just that whole thing of how we give our energy, we give our power over to other people. We spend our lives caring what other people think of us. We rob ourselves of our full potential. We rob ourselves of the fullness of God's love, of our own love. We rob ourselves of the opportunity to 
recognize and align with our true selves and what we truly want and who we truly are. So many of us, we are programmed from the bassinet. We're programmed from childhood to care what other people want, to neglect ourselves and care what other people need, to make sure other people are okay. You know, I know I was. You know, I was definitely programmed to be responsible for everyone's emotions because they didn't deal with their emotions on their own. But, you know, everybody else had to be responsible for them or I had to be responsible for them. Anyway, when it comes to you know, caring what other people think, it's important to know that it's not their life. That may seem obvious to a lot of people, but understand that it is not their life. People will feel entitled to give input about what it is that you do. You will be surprised at how much energy people will put into living through you. To me, anyone who always has energy to mind someone else's business, you are playing too small. You have way too much time and way too much space in your life to absorb and suck up other people's energy and other people's business because you're playing too small. So you have all that free time and you have all that open space because it's unoccupied. You don't have any goals. You don't have any objectives. You don't have any dreams or anything like that to fulfill, to attain, to go after. So you have all this excess space to mind other people's business and it becomes suffocating and it becomes hurtful. And depending on who the person is, we surrender our power and we allow them to take over our lives. This life is for you. What you do with this life, it is your decision. For the longest, longest time, I had to put up with people having opinions about the way that I talk, about the way that I walk, about the way that I communicate, the mannerisms that I use when I express myself. You know, the clothes that I wear, you know, where I like to go and just the things that I watch on TV, my interests, my hobbies, like all the way from being a kid, people have had their nose in my business. And I've just always wondered, why do my life bring you so much pain? Why do my behavior, why does my actions, why does the things that make me mean disrupt so much of what's in you? Because to me, I feel like it's a disruption. People will want, people want to control you and dictate who you should be because who you are right now disrupts something in them. It aggravates something in them. It took me a while to come to the understanding that a lot of people weren't hating on me, but when people see you live with a sense of freedom that they don't recognize, they see you live with a sense of authenticity that they don't recognize, with a sense of purpose that they don't recognize, that can feel uncomfortable, that can feel threatening, that can feel opposing. That can feel depressing, repressing, suppressing. And as a result, they have to chase that energy away. And as a result, they have to judge you. They have to mind your business. They have to make your life their life. And they have to insert themselves into the equation. 
Growing up, I used to get in tune with my dad so much because I was a boy that played with dolls, you know. I liked to style their hair. I just always liked them to style their hair and dress up their hair and stuff like that from like, you know, five, six, you know, and so forth. And, you know, we used to just get into so many different conversations and arguments about me doing doll's hair and that just could never understand how me doing this, how me being creative could ever make you unhappy. You know, and I understand as a parent, you want your little boys to behave like everyone else, but that was for me a thorn in the road because I felt like there wasn't much room in the house for individuality because everyone always is expected to be this and to do that, to just have this common sense of behavior, this common way of being, and there wasn't much room to be anything else, to be something else. But that's all those awesome things that I'm grateful for that makes me me. And maybe that's the thing you need to be grateful for that makes you you. People, when people feel compelled to want to control your life, to want to advise you and project their insecurities and belief on you, you are doing something right. You are doing something powerful and you're likely walking your purpose. You're likely going the right track and you're on to something big and they can sense that about you. They can see that on you. People might give you too much because you take too much pride in how you dress. You know, you hear that thing when it comes to men. Yeah, you know, he might go that way because I don't know anyone that spends that much time getting dressed or care that much about what their clothes look like. How can you make it shameful for someone to want to be presentable, for someone to want to be stylish, for someone to want to express themselves by way of fashion and how they look just because you're comfortable with going the, you're not going the extra mile or just doing the bare minimum. That's cool, but why you just can't be resonant with your decisions? Why do we have to shame other people who go the other way or other people whose lives look different, differently from ours? Sarah the Barge said, in addition to feeling sick and tired and feverish and nauseated, I also felt forgotten and there was no easy cure for that. And I feel like when it comes to you experiencing people in your life who project their beliefs and insecurities and thoughts onto you, when you pay attention closely enough, you will find one way or another that they feel like they don't matter. They don't know that they matter. And in them not knowing that they matter, they are eager to involve themselves in your life and your past because, again, you mirror something in them that remind them of the truth. You stir up something, something in them that lets them know they're not being loyal, they're not being honest, and they're not telling the truth. These days, I've had to get to a place with myself where I can't make time to spend time around people who don't tell the truth. You don't have to tell me your life story, but I feel like when there's a sense of authenticity about you, when there's a sense of purity and purpose about you, your actions say that about you, the way you talk and the way you walk, the way you move. You know, your character speaks that about you. And if it doesn't, it's hard for me to stick around because I spend so long spending time with whoever just to have people around, just so I didn't have to face being alone. But now I'm in a place where 
I am in my lonesome, but I'm not lonely. And I'm not alone because I'm learning there is power in being alone. There is power in finding your own way. And there is power in not caring what people think. Dr. Sue said, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. It can be a dark world that we live in. We come to grips with the fact that when people come from a place of, you know, projecting their thoughts and beliefs into our life, it's very much so coming from a place of them trying to act like they know what's best for us, but they themselves want to be in our shoes and want to make the decisions we're able to make. They want to be able to have access to things and have access to opportunities and have access to, you know, an identity, have access to things that are outside of their reach. So they force themselves in by encroaching on your territory. They force themselves in by wanting to tell you what to do, by trying to boss you around. But know this, they don't know what's best for you. There are so many people out here right now who are stuck in crappy marriages, who are stuck in crappy majors in college, who are stuck in, you know, crappy obligations because they didn't stick up for themselves, because they didn't choose to follow their heart and follow their own mind. It's because they chose to follow their parents. They chose to follow their friends. They chose to live up to someone else's expectations as opposed to their own. There's people and there are people out here that are building their life strictly on the expectations of other people. There are people out here who care more about making mommy and daddy proud than making themselves proud. One thing I've learned about being grown, and I don't know if it's because I'm in my 30s now, but if anybody's going to be proud outside of God, it is going to be me. And it's not coming from a place of ego, but it's time out. I spend so much of my time trying to make my parents proud. And, you know, they've expressed over the years, a time or two, that they are. I can't really say for sure if I believed it or not, but, you know, that's not up to me. And honestly, I don't feel like that's important because my life can't be built and me feeling successful or prosperous in this experience cannot be Dependent on whether they're proud of me. I have to live a life that I'm proud of. I have to tell a story that empowers me, a story that encourages me. And you have to tell a story. You have to tell a story that speaks to who you are, what you've been through, and what you come from. You have to speak a story, speak to a story that speaks to your strengths and your talents and your skills and abilities, your quirks and your uniqueness, your Blackness, your queerness, your differences, your sameness. You have to have a story that encompasses you. 
so many of us, we get to these higher heights of success and accomplishments and the success doesn't feel good because this success, this venture, this goal is somebody else's idea. Somebody just got their master's or PhD from school and they feel like crap and they feel like crap because getting their PhD or getting their master's was never their idea. It was their parents' idea, or they were trying to compete with their brother or their sister or whoever, and they weren't being true to them. Like, think about that. Like, that is awful. When you care what other people think and you live your life with those terms, you are stuck with the end result. You know, for a long time, it took me a while to actually come out. I actually came out, you know technically to my mom when I was 25, but I've been living my life as a gay man since I was 19, really. You know what I'm saying? And 18 going on 19. And it's because I felt all this shame and I didn't want to disappoint anybody. I didn't want anyone to be embarrassed of me and just that whole thing. And I've realized all that time all that manufactured fear, all that manufactured pain and shame. I created that. I left myself with that. They did no such thing. They left some impressions and inspired thoughts and feelings, doubts and insecurities, and I took the bait. I made it happen. I made it real. So I spend my time now forgiving the youngster I was then, forgiving the kid that was doing the best that he could then just so he can survive, just so he can feel safe and protected, just so he can feel like he mattered. But now I know that I can be exactly who I want to be and I will be okay and people will be okay and people will have to get over. People have to mind their business. That I feel resolute in sharing my truth and speaking my experience you know, no matter what, because I refuse to hold other people's guilt. I refuse to be bogged down with what makes who look bad or whatever, because this is my experience. And if you made it my problem, if you made it my business, if it affected me in any kind of way, it is my experience to share and speak about. Understand that whatever decisions you're allowing other people to make through you and for you in your life, whatever, you know, dictating that you're allowing to happen in your life, you are going to be left the end result. Whatever goes well or whatever does or whatever crashes and burn, whatever catastrophes or cataclysms, you are going to be left with that destruction. You know what? They're not going to care. It's not going to be their problem because they're only there to have access to you. They're only there because they're never going to be on your level. They're never going to be on that level to have a chance to make those kind of decisions. So it's easy for them to give decisions about your life because they know they'll never be in a position to make those decisions. So they have no qualms. They have no doubts or insecurities because they're not in your shoes. It's easy to make a decision about how someone should spend money or what someone should do with their life when it doesn't involve you, when you're not affected or impacted by it. Emmett Ray said, if you want to fly in the sky, you need to leave the earth. If you want to move forward, you need to let go of the past that drags you down. 
So when it comes to flying, when it comes to excelling and taking that next step, that means you will have to cut the shackles. You have to cut the chains of opinions and suggestions of people around you. People will be around to, you know, want you to take all the risk or do all the things that they themselves wouldn't do. And these things could be, you know, things that just don't align with your path. People will also be there to talk you, try to talk you out of everything you want, everything you believe, because you're about to make some type of change. You're about to do something monumental, and they can sense your seriousness and seriousness, and they know that if you get your hands on it, that it is a wrap. So they will do all that they can to try to talk you out of it, to try to tell you how this goal is so big, and what if you fail? But they can understand that failure doesn't scare you. They don't understand that you're ready to do whatever it is you have to do to attain this goal. And that's the difference between you and them. Not that you're better, but the way that you think is differently. You have the self-confidence and the resilience and the tenacity to know that this thing will not define you. Either you're going to get it or you're not going to get it. Either you're going to be successful or you're going to have to try again. But that won't be the end of your life. And you won't, you don't have to over-identify with the outcome of that experience. Just understand that you are so very deserving of a life that is defined by you. A life where your decisions are crucial and the only ones that matter. You deserve a life where you have the distance and the peace and space to do what works for you. Understand that people may want you around to benefit them one way or another, but when you don't do what they want you to do, then they start acting up. They will go out of their way to manipulate you. And it's just, again, because they don't know that they're mad that they matter. They're suffering from some lack mindset, some scarcity pattern that they haven't realized or identified yet. And to avoid realizing and coming to terms with it, they project onto you. But you don't have to have that. Because if you do, you're the one that lives with the consequences. Think about it. Tina Fey said, some people say, never let them see you cry. I say, if you're so mad you could just cry, then cry. It terrifies everyone. And in this last segment, I want to discuss how caring what other people think about you, it will keep you from your dreams. It will keep you from everything that matters to you. It will keep you from discovering who you really are. It will keep you from making the necessary mistakes you need to make. It will keep you from playing full out. It will keep you from making all the crucial connections and connecting all the dots and patterns you need to connect to set you on the path that is for you. You can't share a brain with someone else and you can't share the decisions that impact and influence your life with someone else. You can't share the driver's seat with someone else. Mommy may mean well, and she may spend a lot of time. This is just make me happy. You know, you may be in a situation where mommy or daddy may put a lot of their needs on you and smother you with their needs, and they want you to put your needs on the back burner. But 
If you keep doing that, you're gonna look up, you're gonna look up, and you're gonna be there, and you're gonna look up, and you're gonna be getting older, and your life is going to suck, and they're not gonna take any accountability for it. They're gonna talk about how you're grown and you get to do what you want, that we didn't tell you to make those decisions, we didn't put any pressure on you, and they're not gonna be accountable for it. And that's gonna be your fault, which it is. I had to get to a place to understand that people might feel like, you know, I'm very emotional, that I'm very quick to speak my mind, that I always want to discuss problems, I always want to work through things, that I want to solve any problem that I can, and that I don't like tension, unaddressed tension, and that I have high standards for, you know, how people are supposed to move and behave in my life, and that I am very specific and sensitive to my boundaries, and that I'm just very sensitive in general, but you know what? They are entitled to their opinion because it is some truth to a lot of that. I've been through a lot, and it's taught me that it's important to have, have high standards. And it's not necessarily my job to expect anything of other people, but to have boundaries in place. And when those boundaries aren't adhered to, I have to make a decision. It can start with me making a request to let you know that a boundary is being violated and that doesn't make me feel good. I'm not enjoying it. And it's a problem at this very moment. Not a major one, but it can go there. Also take it from me that I've spent way too many years of my life caring what other people thought of me. And it started early for me. And because of that, I was I was a very, very big people pleaser. I care so much about being liked and I care so much about being submissive to other people's needs. And it set me up to betray and disappoint and hurt myself way too many times. And maybe you know what I'm talking about, but I do know that now that I'm in a place where I'm able to be the change I want to see, where I'm confident and I am sure of myself that I am communicating in a way that is healthy, clear, and positive, I know that I can do what I want to do. I know that I don't have to let those people please away control how I behave. I don't have to let those people please away leave me open to be abused. I don't have to let those people please away make me look back to being a child and feeling helpless and feeling like I don't matter. I know that I matter. I know that my needs matter. I know that the goals that have in my life matter. I know that the people that I surround myself with at all times matter. So when I make a decision to spend time with anyone, I'm very intentional in that effort or in that endeavor. It's nothing that I take lightly. Get in a place of having people around you that value you, people that are around you who love you, people who talk about you and talk to you in a way where you can sense and feel those ripples of love and concern and commitment and devotion and dedication. Keep people around you who speak life into you. Keep people around who adore, who adore your smile, who adore how smart you are, how quirky you are, people who adore how affectionate you are, people who adore how ambitious and driven you are, people who adore how stubborn you can be when it comes to meeting the deadline, or how stubborn you can be about going to bed, you know, instead of you know, staying up all night when you probably should be going to bed getting some rest. Keep people around you who keep your cup full. 
so many of us, we are just so desperate to be around people who take from us, who just take, 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 take in amounts. And then we walk around and we have an empty cup and we are sore, we are bitter. We don't have gratitude in our heart. We lack thankfulness. We lack that transparency. We lack that overall sense of gratitude. Life is a beautiful thing. We need to understand that people change every day. It is not your job to make your parents happy, your siblings, your family, your friends. It's not your job to make anyone happy. It is your job to make yourself happy. Your happiness is your only responsibility. You run into other people along the way and you may contribute to their reality. You may contribute to their experience, but it is not your job to make them happy. It is not your job to make sure that your life decisions and the actions you make align with how they see you, how they want to see you. It's not your job to explain yourself. It's not your job to say you're sorry when you know you're not sorry and when you didn't do anything wrong. It's not your job to apologize when you tell them to mind your business. It's not your job to share your goals or share what's going on with people just because you want to feel supported. You can support yourself. You can find different ways to go about supporting yourself. Understand that there are way more people in the world who are playing small and they will spend the rest of their life playing small because it's easier to play small because there's not as many disappointments. There's a sense of certainty and the mediocrity that pleases them, that they can live with, that they can deal with. But they see every now and again, they see someone like you come around and they want to be able to be privy to your conversations. They want to be privy to the opportunities that you have access to. They want to be privy to your friends, to your contacts. They want to be privy to that life that you're building, that you've spent lots of energy, time and years building. They don't want to do the work, but they want to reap the benefits from you. And that's not how it works. You have people advising you about million dollar deals and they've never made, you know, 50 grand a year. That makes no sense. You have people advising you about buying a house and they probably still stay in apartments. Maybe they even stay in Section 8 housing. This isn't judgment. This is just how it can be. This is just how it is. Could also speaking from personal experience with a few things. It's time to stand on your own two feet and own your decisions. It's time to own who you are. It's time to love who you are. It's time to accept that everyone won't like you. It's time to accept that everyone won't agree, everyone won't understand. It's time to accept that we can't please everybody, nor do we want to. It's time to accept that the only happiness that matters in this lifetime is your own. You're burning too much oil. You're burning too much energy trying to do the right thing, trying to find the right cadence, the right dance to please everybody. Trying to make people who don't care about them, uh, trying to help people who don't care about themselves by letting them into your more personal life, your personal decisions and the things that bring peace to your life, the things that make you you and the things that make you happy. And it's time to cut all that shit out. It's time to do it differently, and it's time to be more aware of what you're doing.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment of this episode. The air segment is important to me because it represents era, the start or ending of an era, and that you can be someone new, that you can be in a whole new chapter in an instant, that life can change for you in an instant. All it takes is an insight. All it takes is an idea. All it takes is forgiveness. All it takes is for you to learn how to change your results. Whatever, there's a hundred million different variables, but when you find out what works for you, then the magic starts to happen. So let's jump right in. The first letter is E. Eliminate. Eliminate anyone who judges or critiques or criticizes you more than they support you. Understand that support varies from person to person, but someone that spends more time judging or criticizing you and showing love or listening or making you feel valuable, they don't need to be around. Also know the difference that we can't have people around us that are going to baby us here because we need people who are going to be honest and straightforward with us. People that can possibly sometimes give you that tough love and just be real with you on a deeper level. But you know the people I'm talking about. If they spend more time telling you what you should be doing, trying to get you to live their life, telling you what's expected of you or how other people will, what other people think of you with trying to accomplish certain dreams or trying to talk you out of your dreams and your goals, they don't need to be around. Don't spend another year complaining about the same people over and over, not supporting you, not being there for you not laughing at your jokes, not caring, you know, who about who you are or what it is you want, only what they can get from you and, you know, how it's convenient for them. It's time to eliminate those people. And don't worry about anyone feeling their place because as you get better, as you start to pay more attention to yourself, then you can attract better. We spend too much time trying to chase things, trying to chase people as opposed to just learning how to be, just learning how to attract and allowing life to happen, allowing things to chase us. The next letters are remember. Remember that they don't know what's best for you. And remember that you're the one that's stuck with the end result. When you spend all that time listening to your parents and letting them tell you who to marry, Letting them tell you where to live, letting them tell you this, letting them suggest that and make all these huge decisions for your life, you are the one that's going to have to live with the end result. A lot of the stuff that you're consulting them or everyone else on, they don't even have those experiences. They don't have that experience or that train of thought to even advise you on the things that you're asking about or the things that you want their help with. You may be in a place in your life where you're going to have to take the risk and you're spending all your energy trying to make sure you don't mess it up or do anything wrong when the truth is there's no such thing as mistakes. Like Lisa Nichols says, either you're going to fly or you're going to fall. And when you fall, maybe you're going to scrape some elbows and scrape your legs on the way down. But if you learn how to use your parachute, you know exactly how you do that and you'll learn how to replicate that behavior in any situation. But you have to build the will to leap. You have to build the will to jump. And you have to build the will to show up. 
not just for your, yourself, but just to show up in life. Stop expecting other people to know what's best for you. Stop expecting other people to treat you the way you treat them. Stop expecting other people to read your mind. Get in the zone of being more selfful, as Iyana puts it, and understand that one way or another, whether you believe it or not, everyone here is here to take care of them, themselves, one way or another. May not sound fun, it may not sound cool, but you have to also have to have that willingness and that eagerness to take care of you. Because again, you're going to be stuck with the pieces if you follow other people's advice or, you know, follow other people's expectations for your life and then you crash and burn. Now you're ready to blame other people. You've given your power away. And, you know, it's just a big mess. So learn how to, one, make your own decisions, and two, know that other people don't know what's best for you. They may reflect some things along the way that may contribute to an understanding or contribute to what's best for you, but ultimately they don't know what's best for you because they don't know what's in your heart and they don't know what's in your mind. The last letter is A, allow. Understand that if you allow people to advise you, understand that if you allow yourself to care more about what other people think than you do yourself, you will miss out. You will lose out. I can't think about all the different opportunities that I could have taken advantage of if I didn't care about what other people thought about me. I can't think about all the ways I could have been confident and really showed up for me if I wouldn't have thought about what other people thought about me. But these days, I'm living in a place of peace and bliss, and I won't dwell in shame. I won't dwell in blame. I will take responsibility for my life, my actions, and what happens to me. And you have to do the same, because if you don't, You'll be the person that's in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and so forth, and blaming everyone but yourself for why you never made it. You'll be bitter and blaming everyone but yourself for why your life doesn't look the way you want it to look. And that's not a good look. Understand that you have your own identity, you have your own personality, you have your own soul contract, you have your own walk your own personal journey here, things that you're supposed to unlock and things that only you are supposed to figure out for yourself. And in order to do that on a skillful, honest, authentic, and genuine level, you need to stop caring what other people think of you and value your own voice and your own opinion. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. And that is it. You can consult other people, but don't expect other people to make decisions for you. Don't expect other people to take care of you because no one's going to take care of you the way that you're going to take care of you. No one's going to look out for you the way you're going to look out for you. No one's going to worry about what you need the way that you do and the way that you will. So maintain that power and stop giving all your energy away. It doesn't have to be this like this. So there you have it. Eliminate Remember and allow. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a comment and or rating and let us know how the episodes are going. Let us know what you think. Do you have any topics you want to hear us discuss? And in the next episode, we're going to discuss the power of time so you don't want to miss that. 
Lastly, thank you for all your help and all your contributions, all your donations to this podcast. Thank you for supporting the Medizine Capital where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise. You are tough. Peace.